Jesus is Lord. In our current culture and language, we don't really use the term Lord for other things like they might have. We don't call our political leaders Lord. We don't have landowners or masters that we call Lord. And it can be easy for me to just use the word Lord synonymous with God. Dear Lord, dear God, dear Jesus, kind of all one and the same. But this video really had me thinking about what it means for Jesus to be Lord. The definition of Lord is someone or something having power, authority, or influence. A master or a ruler. So if Jesus is Lord, and I am acknowledging his power, authority, and influence over my life, I am giving up control to let him Lord over me. I am choosing to have a master that isn't me. And I have to admit that I struggle with this. <laughs> I had a hard time with this video when I first listened to it. Um, although I've been a follower of Jesus for a long time, the idea that I would choose to give up my perceived control of my life to serve a master is hard for me to swallow. And some of this I can blame on where we live, right? In our fiercely independent culture, we flinch a little bit at the idea of anyone lording over us. We value our independence and freedom. It's who we are as Americans. Our very existence as a country is a fight to be free from bowing down to a ruler. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of emphasis on us, our independence, our ability to make our lives what we want them to be. And not only am I American, I'm an eighth generation New Englander, which means my roots are deep in this unspoken expectation to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Mm -hmm. That God helps those who help themselves. Yep. This is entrenched in our identity as New Englanders. And my story is that I have my education to rely on, that we're responsible for our own family and our financial security, that it is our job to define what we want and to get it, and that we, or at least our ancestors, have worked hard to get us to this place. And our own hard work will determine our path for our lives. Mm -hmm. And our freedoms are important. Um, I don't want to take for granted the freedoms we have in this country. I'm extremely thankful for them. And, um, and I'm not belittling our work ethic, as if to say it is mutually exclusive with following Jesus. But our fight for freedom from human rule cannot apply to the God who created us if he is to be our Lord. And our independence to do whatever we see fit for our lives. We have to wonder, does that does Jesus have authority over that for us? Some of my resistance to having a Lord is just that I like to think of myself as a self-sufficient person. I like to think that I can handle everything myself. Mm -hmm. And if I'm honest, oftentimes, I pull myself up by my own bootstraps and treat my belief in Jesus as something that helps me be a little more loving along the way. Mm -hmm. And underlying all of this resistance to a master is my grasping at my illusion of control over my own life. Last week, um, Eduardo was speaking about Jesus' warning to us to not worry. And he pointed to all of our worry and anxiety that we carry as our attempt to control what's happening in our lives. And this attempt to be my own master, that's really all it is, too. Right? It's an attempt to control. But when I 
Stop trying so hard. Stop mindlessly consuming this cultural story. When I'm honest with myself, I know that my attempt to control my own life and to be my own master only leads me right back into that worry and anxiety. Mm. When my life is all up to me, then it's constantly, am I being good enough? Am I succeeding enough? Mm. Am I doing it right? If I can let go of the pretense that I am in control of my own life and take my focus off myself for just a minute, when I put my eyes on Jesus instead of me, then I see a master that doesn't want to restrain me, but to free me further. Mm, amen. A power that is so much bigger than I could ever imagine to wield myself. An authority that I can trust much more than my own human efforts. Amen. For Jesus to have an influence over my life, I need to spend time with him. It's hard to follow a Lord if you don't know who they are. But we don't need to go any further than our lectionary readings today to start to see what our Lord is like. In the scripture that Linda read from Exodus, we see a God who sees the suffering of his thirsty people, a God who provides water for their thirst, a God who forgives their doubting and distrust. In the passage from Romans, we see a Jesus who promises to always be with us through the Holy Spirit, a Jesus who suffers, loves, and gives hope, a Jesus who is self-sacrificing, a Jesus who dies for his enemies. Mm. And in John, the woman at the well, we see a Jesus who loves the outcast, who sees our shame and loves us anyway, and who brings hope. I see a Jesus that prompted a woman to stop <coughs> hiding her shame and start shouting the good news of her Lord. Amen. Story after story in the Bible reveals a Lord we can trust. And when I focus my attention on the Lord, I see his vision of love for creation as so much bigger than me and my futile attempts at my own authority. I begin to envision a way of life that is so much bigger and more beautiful than what I could accomplish on my own. When I am primarily a middle-class American who likes the idea of Jesus and my own self-sufficiency as my Lord, then I might be able to give some extra money to charity. But when Jesus is my Lord, every cent that I have is under his authority. Mm. And the way I spend it reflects that. When I'm trying to be a more loving person, and my perception of being the perfect parent is my Lord, then I can be kinder to my family for a minute. But when Jesus is my Lord, my master of patience can sustain every interaction I have with my children. His forgiveness can influence the way we speak to each other. And the power of his self-sacrificing love can be our way of life together. When I take on the role of good citizen, and my good deeds are my Lord, I can volunteer for a just cause. But when Jesus is my Lord, my master will give me rest. His influence will stir my heart to self-sacrifice. His authority will meet, lead me to love my enemies and provide for those in need. When I am my own master, I may be able to look good, but under the surface will always be anxiety and shame. When Jesus is my Lord, my deepest soul believes that I am loved, mm. frees me yeah. from my shame, and can live out of that secure love. Now, I say these things and speak of these things as if I know them. <laughs> um, but if I'm honest, these scenarios are a bit theoretical. Um, 
and at best intermittent in my life. Because I forget. I so easily forget that I have such a loving power as my ultimate influence in my mm. life. I so easily forget that my master is not one full of judgment on whether I'm doing life right and pleasing him, but one of immense comfort that is here in and through me, exerting power over evil, healing brokenness, creating beauty, ruling with perfect love for all of creation. So as we move through Lent and prepare to follow Jesus to the cross, it stands to question, who do we say Jesus is? Do we desire his love, forgiveness, and hope in our lives and for the world? And are we willing to give Jesus authority, power, and influence over our lives so that we might live in that love? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is yes, do our lives look like Jesus is our Lord, our Master? Do our lives look like the Beatitudes that Eduardo's been teaching us for right living? Do my habits and practices allow me to even know Jesus? well enough to have him be the ultimate influence in my life? Do my thoughts reflect a spirit of patience for those who think or live differently than me? Am I willing to enter suffering with those who suffer? Do my actions provide water for the thirsty? Do my social media posts look influenced by love for my enemies? Do my words add to the shame of others or free them from it? Do I treat myself as if my master forgives my past mistakes that I try to carry around with me? Do I act with confidence that my authority is walking me through every step I take? Is my own comforted trumped by the self-sacrifice required to love others well? Are the needs of those who have hurt me being met through the power of Jesus exerts over me? Am I branded by my master marked with an unmistakable love that tags me as his. Jesus asks, who do you say I am? Let's pray together. Jesus, it can be so easy to come here on Sunday mornings and worship you and declare you our ruler with fellow followers. And yet it can be so much harder to remember that when we're alone with our shameful talk or when life is harder and more painful than we think we can bear, mm. or when our family treads on our last nerve, or when the needs of those around us and in the world feel so overwhelming. We thank you that you are forgiving of our doubt and forgetfulness. We pray that you will remind us over and over and over again that our greatest power, authority, and influence is patient and loving is present in our suffering and cares for us and our enemies alike. We ask your forgiveness for the times when our lives have not reflected our Lord. We ask your forgiveness for resisting having a Lord at all. We pray that as you reveal to us what you are like, that our lives would reflect your influence on us in ways that are unbelievable even to us. That our Lord would be evident and the good news of our Lord's love would be seen in his followers. <laughs> 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 <laughs>